Number nine from December of 2014, Spare the Rod. I must confess that I love watching football on television, especially professional football. However, with all the domestic violence charges that have been leveled against NFL players recently, I feel a little guilty supporting the NFL. I was watching a game last Sunday, and the running back was handed the ball and slammed into several defenders and just refused to go down. The TV announcer remarked, he really runs angry. I couldn't help but wonder if he was also that angry at home. Could he turn it off when he left the field, or did he act the same way around his wife and children? Although there have been several instances of violence against women in the NFL recently, the one that really bothered me was the case from my home state of Minnesota. The running back there has been arrested for causing bodily harm to a child. A little four-year-old boy was, quote, disciplined, unquote, by his father and was left bloody, bruised, and scarred. I have been amazed and chagrined that several people have commented on television and in the other media that it is a slippery slope when you tell people how they can or can't raise their own children. Others have commented that everybody in their neighborhood got whippings growing up, so it wasn't that big a deal. I want to go on record as saying it is a big deal, and I can only hope that these recent events will serve to heighten the awareness of everyone in our culture, not just the NFL, about domestic abuse and will help eradicate it. At the risk of offending some of you parents, I will tell you that I don't even like the idea of spanking children, let alone whipping them with something. I believe that a parent's hands should only be for holding, comforting, and assisting a child, not threatening them. I've gotten into intense arguments with people who insist that you can't raise children without disciplining them. I would certainly agree with that. But I don't believe that discipline is the same thing as using violence and calling it discipline. Of course, it probably depends on how you grew up as to what you believe is normal in parenting. My version of normal is whatever I grew up with, and your version of normal is however you grew up. Then people will sometimes drag the Bible into the conversation and quote the verse from Proverbs 13, 24, which states, Those who spare the rod hate their children, but those who love them are diligent to discipline them. Unquote. This has been popularized into spare the rod and spoil the child. However, most people have no idea what the rod was used for in Old Testament times. The rod was a stout stick that was used for two purposes by shepherds. It was used as a defense to protect the sheep from predators. The second use was as a kind of movable boundary for the herd. A shepherd would throw the rod to the left side of the herd and startle them into grazing off to their right. If you threw it on the right side, they moved to the left. If you threw it ahead of them, they would stop. It was sort of the precursor to the invisible fence that people use for dogs now. The rod was used to set the boundaries for safety of the sheep. What the rod was not used for was to beat the little lambs, nor was the staff used for beating. The staff, known also as the shepherd's crook, was used to pull wayward lambs up when they had jumped to rocky ledges with no way of getting back up. Safety and boundaries were the only things the rod and the staff were used for. That is why Psalm 23 can say, Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. It certainly wouldn't be very comforting to us if the rod was going to be used for walloping us. The Good Shepherd has promised to protect us and set boundaries to make us feel secure, and that is what co is comforting about the rod and the staff. 
I have told people before that my siblings and I never even had so much as a spanking when we were growing up. Folks usually respond to me by saying, you have to discipline your children if they're going to grow up right. Again, we had lots of discipline, just no violence. We had the loss of privileges and natural consequences for our actions. Worst of all, we had calm little talks from my father who never raised his voice that indicated when he was disappointed in us. This method of discipline can only work if you are a parent that has the respect of your children. Our children want to please us if we give them half a chance. We didn't want to disappoint our parents because they didn't disappoint us. We could always count on them, and we wanted the good feeling when we knew that they could count on us. They were involved in our activities, helped us with schoolwork, coached our sports, and had daily devotions with us. We didn't want to lose that relationship, and that's why we behaved most of the time, not because we were afraid. The rod was not spared. That is, we had clear boundaries set before us, and our parents let us know when we had crossed those boundaries. We did not like the way it felt inside when we let them down. If you still doubt this style of parenting, I will tell you that there were eight children in my father's family, and none of them ever had a spanking either. My children and my sister's children have never had a spanking. My brother's children have had maybe one spanking between them. None of us in three generations have ever wound up in prison or have been a problem to society. Maybe this approach can work. Sounds more like gospel than law, doesn't it? 